October, we use paranormal horror dark fantasy author. I also write paranormal romance under the name Libby Bishop. Welcome to Haunted October's Paranormal Podcast. Grab your favorite drink, cozy up around the campfire, and enjoy the show. So tonight, I'm going to be talking about a return to Riker Basin. Now, a few podcasts ago, <clears throat> I told you that my friend Jamie and I went to Little River State Park in Waterbury, Vermont, and there's a ghost town there of Riker Basin. And I won't go into too much of the detail about the town since we've already gone over it, and you can listen to that podcast too. But I decided, after much thought and talking with Jamie about it, that I really wanted to return because I really wanted to know exactly what the hell happened. Like, how did that ghost in that house manage to grab us so quickly and we weren't even aware of it until he already had images in our mind? So <laughs> we went back, I went back. Jamie could not go with me this time. It was a beautiful day today. I wanted to get out and about anyway, and I decided, you know what, today's the day. I am going to go, and I am going to figure this out. Um, I still want to go back with Jamie, because there are two places that I did not go, and that was up to see the schoolhouse, and over to see, um, uh, there was a farmstead that I did not go up to. The one that kept pulling, like the ghost was insistent, he kept pulling us back, like grabbing the back of our shirts and like he was trying to force us backwards. Um, I got halfway up the road for that and it just felt wrong so I decided no I'm not going to do this by myself. Uh, so there are a few places that I want uh, Jamie to be with me when we go. <laughs> so however I did do the whole walk um, and it was very active again um, not any more active than it was but it was definitely still as active active as the first time we had gone I have video pictures and audio that I have to go over well, I have a bunch of it <laughs> um, and there were a lot of mountain bikers actually on the trail today so I um, I had to make sure that when I was doing the sessions and talking and had all my stuff on, um, like the video and the audio, I had to um, make sure that they weren't. Uh, there was no one else around me, and there wasn't. And when there was, I stopped recording. Um, I continued to take pictures, but I definitely stopped recording. Um, although there weren't that many hikers, there was just a lot more um, mountain bikers going up and down um, so anyway <laughs> you guys here's the thing there's a moment when you are walking and you know you're not alone and before I even got to the first homestead I could feel a presence around me I'm like okay it's starting early here we go because the last time Jamie and I went we actually were at the first homestead and we're like, well, this is really cool to see, but there's nothing, you know, there's no ghosts here, so that's fine and we'll have an awesome hike because it's a, it's a wonderful hike. And then we go to leave and it was like, bam, activity just immediately started and it was like nonstop, which is exactly what happened to me today, except 
that it just happened off the bat instead of waiting till I got to the first homestead. And so I'm walking around, there's no one around me. Um, so I started doing audio, asked some questions, took some pictures, uh, and I told the, so I don't know if it was the exact entity that was, which that attached to Jamie when we were there the first time, but there was definitely a presence with me, probably somewhere between 18, 20, 21 at max. It was male and he did stay with me. Um, he wasn't quite pulling as hard to like go back and tell me something, but he stayed with me through the whole walk um, up until actually, up until we got to the house. I'll get to this later. But anyway, he stayed with me almost the entire way. So I'm minding my own business, you know, walking, enjoying it because it's beautiful in Vermont right now. So, and then it hits me. So at that first homestead, I did a lot of audio and both with the video on and with just the EVP and EVP recorder. So I do a session there and then I start walking up the hill again. Um, there was people coming up behind me a little bit so I walked ahead a little faster and then I took some time at the second, the barn and then um, because they stayed below me at the first one um, but they did have young kids so I'm assuming that's probably why they were lingering which I didn't mind um, it gave me time to get up to the graveyard the first graveyard um, and that is where we had a lot of activity and we did a lot of video up there the last time we spent I think a total of about 32 minutes if I remember the timing right on that video and um, we did a lot of audio too and a lot of talking it was very active and it was active it wasn't quite as loud like there was only maybe one or two spirits with me instead of this um, the intense the intensity of the, those spirits were not as much as the when Jamie was with me so I did some audio I was totally alone so um, I did some audio and some EVP work. I was actually only spent six, about six minutes there this time because um, it just, I literally felt them trying to push me out of the graveyard. Like, we're done with you here. There's nothing to see here. Jamie's not with you. Get the hell out. So I did. <laughs> I asked some questions. I did, you know, some video. I took pictures and they were pretty much done with me. Um, so I left. I'm like, okay, I'll just come back with Jamie. So further up the road, uh, there's the spot with the well where Jamie was pulled. I didn't feel too much there. I did walk it, uh, lingered a little few minutes just to see if I could feel anything, and I didn't, so I just moved on. Um, I did take a video as I was walking, and here's why. Because I felt that male presence with me and then somebody else joined him and I'm like okay someone is with me I need to figure this out and it was intense the intensity of them behind me so I turned my camera on um, and I flipped it the I flipped the screen so that it was facing behind me um, and I could walk and um, 
ask questions, but still get behind me because I want to see if anything got on camera because I could feel them back there. And then I stopped a few times when I ran into people. And then, um, because it took a while actually, the people behind me never caught up. And the next time was about probably another 10, 15 minutes before I saw other hikers and then I ran into the bikers again. So <laughs> it wasn't crazy busy traffic. Um, so I got to the next place and I'm like, you know, I know you're with me. And the second we got to the second cemetery, I felt it. I was overcome with dizziness. Like I could just so lightheaded. And I'm like, well, okay, screw it. I'm gonna go in and just see. And there was less, obviously less, less greenery because of the time of year. So I could see better. So I went in like we had done before and it was still there and I literally was out as fast as we were the last time. I'm like, there is something in here, it's not pleasant and I am dizzy, I am leaving. And as soon as I got probably 10, 15 feet away from the, um, from the path for that cemetery, I felt fine. So I knew whatever was in there the last time was still in there this time and I didn't want anything to do with it. I did bring extra protection I don't think I said that at the beginning of the podcast. So I did bring protection. I brought a black tourmaline rod, my um, amethyst rod. I had um, my Maori necklace on and I had my blocks up, my energy shield up before I even um, started walking. There was a no way in hell that I was going up on protection. So... And I think I did forget to mention that. So, I was protected. Uh, so I kept walking. The next incident happened a little further up the road, uh, a little further up the path. Um, and I could feel it, this presence uh, that was still male. Strangely enough, I did not feel the female that followed Jamie and I. This time, it was male. And not, and not just the one that was attached to like my back the entire time but the thing in the woods was not female there was a little bit of a female presence in the first cemetery but after that it was nothing but male presences which was very strange um well probably not strange to them but strange to me because I was expecting the female presence so I get to the third cemetery which pulled me in the last time I was there and it did again and again um, I couldn't get anything like I could feel them there but I wasn't getting uh, it was that same they were trying to come through and they managed to pull me up to that cemetery but they weren't uh, able to really well they might have been able to on the EVP recorder I'll have to see but it was that same type of feeling as before um, so I got on my way again, and the next one was, the next time I really felt something was um, at that homestead where you have to walk up the road to see it, you can't see it from the pathway, the main pathway. So that's the one I got half up and then I had to turn around. <laughs> I'm like, no, I just, I felt like I should 
but I'm like, no, because I could feel it. It was a hard pull. It was insistent, and I just felt very uncomfortable going up on my own. So I turned around, and I got back down onto the main path. Um, and, this, and then I just kept walking, you know, had little interactions here and there with ghosts, but nothing stood out until I got to that stretch of like the natural pathway and then I felt that drunken energy like that was following us in that spot before like I felt drunk it was like a drunken energy that was affecting me um, and it stopped at the same place uh, just as I was getting to the bridge so there were uh, two hikers and their dog two bikers I should say and their dog so um, I exchanged some words with them and then uh, when they were far enough up I went up the path to the house now the last time I went up to that house that is you know the only standing structure left and we had that's where we had that intense um, experience so <laughs> I hesitated for a minute to even go up the path. But I'm like, no, this is why I'm here. I am doing it. I'm going up. So I go up. I turn on the video. And then I turn on the audio. You know, the EVP recorder. And I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. I'm going to do this. Um, I had all the blocks and pigs. And I had my protection. So I just did it. Because that is why I went. I needed to know. The same place, the back side of the barn... Um, back side of the house um or well really it's the side of the house that faces the forest um the same thing happened everything kind of went quiet and I was drawn down like I wanted to go down something wanted me to go down and then I walked around slowly and got to the door I'm like okay I'm gonna peek in this is it I'm doing it the door had been nailed shut, which is probably a good thing. But one, you couldn't really get it open at, at all. You know, it's really just plywood, so I probably could have if I tried hard enough, but I didn't want to because someone had nailed it shut. And it was a good thing because I could feel that thing in there. I could hear, and I'm hoping I did, but I could, I caught it on the, the at the very least, the EVP recorder. Um, I set it on the door because the one of the nails on one side was out just enough the door was out just enough where I could set it down so I set it down and I started a session and I could feel it in there and I could hear it like something was walking in there footsteps not you know scurrying of animals but like footsteps and I could feel the same thing like it was trying to push against my shield so much um, trying to get in and I know it remembered me I know it remembered me because it again told me go down come down here and I could see the imagery of the just the sheer blackness that you can't you know the kind of dark that you cannot see through like it is pitch black no light whatsoever you can't even see nothing you can't see a shadow of something you can't see like your hand in front of your face even if it's touching your nose type of darkness and it kept telling me to go down, go down, go down. And I'm like, no, I am not. And it started to push against my energy barrier to try and 
up. And in my mind, and the barrier I had up in my mind, he's like, no, I need you to come down. You are not winning this. And I kept asking questions and I kept talking and I'm like, mm, no, I am not doing this with you. And so I picked up the recorder. I went back around the back side of the house because I really felt like I needed to go back there. And I aimed it at the little bit where you could see down into the, what would have been the foundation. Um, and you could kind of see down there, but not too much. And I didn't want to get too close. So I stayed like two feet away. And I'm standing there and I have the EVP recorder in my hand and I could feel something grab my forearm, like just above my wrist and yank down like it was a really yanking hard like get your fucking ass down here I said come down and I'm like I am not coming down why don't you tell me who you are why don't you tell me what you want Ex you know not me to go down I want to know what what the fuck you want from me and you just kept yanking and yanking and I got a little closer and I did go down to try and video slash get pictures of underneath as much as I could because I was not getting down on my stomach and looking down there. Uh, I just felt like I had to get a little closer and then I realized what I was doing and I'm like, no, no, I don't need this. You don't need me this close to tell me the answers I'm asking. So I did that for probably six or seven minutes and then I went back the other way, did another session at the door, and again I could hear the footsteps. There is no other way into that house except that front door. I mean, if you really wanted to, I guess you could go, you know, slide down through that, uh, the separation from the house to the foundation. You could probably slip under there. Um, but it was definitely pushed as my intent. It was not human. Whatever the fuck was in there. It was the same exact thing that Jamie and I encountered the first time. And it was really pissed off at me because I was not cooperating. And I had full shields up and protection. And it didn't like it. It didn't like it at all. Um, so I'm like, okay. I'm giving him one last chance to tell me I'm going to stand here for another minute or two and then I'm leaving. It didn't like that much either, but that's exactly what I did. And after a minute or two, I shut everything off and I stood there for a moment and then I started to walk down because um, there were also hikers coming. I could hear them coming and I didn't want to be... Um, in their way if they wanted to get up close and personal with the house either although I really badly wanted to say please just leave it alone because there's something bad in there and I don't think you know what you're dealing with but I did it <laughs> I just took my leave I did what I had come to do and I got on back onto the path and <clears throat> started walking before you get to that house there was the one foundation that I checked out um, because I have to rewind a little because I really wanted to get to the house apparently and I skipped over it. So, a little bit before you get to the house, there's a foundation of the uh, woman 
that was really pissed off at me because it really wanted Jamie to go into the foundation and it didn't want me there so it pushed me and almost knocked me on my ass. Just before I got to her foundation, I smelled cucumbers. Like legit, it was cucumbers. The distinct smell of fresh from the garden cucumbers. I'm like, what the hell? We're nowhere near a garden and I'm nowhere near a cucumber. And it was a really heavy scent. And it stayed with me at that foundation as I was talking. And it still didn't like me there. She did not want me there. Um, the mist, I could see it in my camera. Um, still, like the last time, like that smoky mist in the background, even though it was pretty clear. And I'm like, nope, you still don't want me here. Like it was starting, she was starting to get pushy. I'm like, no, we're not doing this again. Jamie is not here. You have me. If you have something to say, say it. Um, I had caught audio the last time we were there of a man and a little girl and so I asked about them as well but the lady was really starting to get pushy so I pushed back a little bit and then I'm like fine I will leave and as I'm walking I had the distinct urge and I did it too the urge hit me to get on the closer side to that field like I did before but before it was because I was blocking Jamie because I kept trying to take Jamie uh, like back and I'm like oh no you're not and I had the urge to do it again like it was trying to do it even though she wasn't there and I walked along that outer edge um, like I was protecting Jamie but she wasn't there um, but the lady apparently didn't care um, which was strange so everything from that point on with the exception of the cucumber smell was the same again just with just because the last time we were there the cucumber smell wasn't there um but pretty much everything felt the same and i don't know why i had the urge to walk on that side of the road except i really felt the same way i did before whereas i had to block jamie's energy by standing and walking on that side of the road so that is what i did um the entire way down there actually until we got to the bridge there was no old lady there was no old lady <laughs> thankfully because if there was I probably would have turned around and went the other way um, and then I did the house and I kept going and it was the same thing I felt after I left that house um, the standing building I felt the scratch at the back of my neck like something dark was scratching the back of my neck and I just like before and I could hear uh, so there was people in front of me so I shut everything down and just walked even though I could feel it and I walked past the high bridge um, I took a couple pictures um, but there was a family there so I didn't spend too much time and then the next like 10 minutes were the same calm completely settled, calming. It was serene. It was just serene. And so I just enjoyed my surroundings. It was beautiful. Uh, the whole hike was beautiful because it's autumn in Vermont. So it was just a beautiful walk, which again, I probably would have 
enjoyed slightly more if there wasn't such a ghostly presence everywhere. But it was a lovely walk through the woods. Um, and that section just happened to be extremely serene. Um, and then I was by myself again uh, through that stretch. And I was walking and I'm like, huh, I haven't seen that plaque before. There's another plaque. And I don't know if it was because the last time we went there were some, uh, there was um, more mountain bikers and we just were walking because we just wanted to like get, you know, finish the walk. Um, or, you know, the greenery was really high the last time we were there. So that might have been, been it. I just happened to see it because it wasn't blocked by any, um, you know, bushes or anything. So I checked that out, and after that point, after that plaque, I'm like, something's in the woods. Like, I had nothing was attached to me, but I could feel something watching me from that side of the woods. So from the, my left side, as I'm continuing down the path. So I took several pictures, and... I kept walking and stopping because I could feel it and then I went ahead and I'm like okay I'm just shutting everything off and I'm getting out of the woods because something obviously is here and I'm not investigating any other thing without Jamie here especially since we didn't know it was there before I just really felt it wasn't a good idea so a little bit down the road there was another one I'm like I don't remember that one either seeing that plaque either <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going up there. And I said that out loud. I'm like, I know you want me to go up there, but I'm not going up there. You're just going to have to wait. <laughs> so, for Jamie to be with me, I'm not going out into the woods, up there to that foundation. I'm just, I'm not doing it. So I just kept walking after taking some pictures. <clears throat> Excuse me. And by the time I got to the end of the trail, it just felt like it was before, just serene. I left everything in the woods on the path and made my way to my car. I did, you know, stretch. I had a little snack, drank some more water. Uh, you know, gave myself a minute to decompress before coming home. And I just remember this whole ride, I'm thinking pretty much everything was the same except the presence in the woods was male. And it, some places were not as intense because Jamie wasn't there amplifying, you know, my gift wasn't amplified like it is around her. So places that were wicked intense before like that for cemetery were not intense this time around because she wasn't with me. So I cannot wait. I cannot wait to go ahead and go through the audio and the video. Um, and see if I got anything from the uh, questions that I asked and if I got anything on the pictures I took like I did before because we got a bunch of evidence when we went through there. Um, so if I find anything, I will definitely share it like I did last time and do a little comparison to see if there were anything similar about the images or if I caught some of the, some of the same audio in places and I'm hoping I did just more defined um, but when I go through everything I will let you guys know and in a different podcast and let you know what happened uh, in the evidence I caught and hopefully I can figure out how to share a few clips um, 
on the podcast so you can hear it. And I know there's a way to do that. I just haven't figured it out yet. Um, so that is my that was my adventure today. I went back up because I really wanted to know what was going on up there. And I just I chose to go by myself. And I took as much precaution as I could, took as much protection with me as I could, and just stayed away from places that I knew didn't feel right. And I shouldn't go up, even though I felt like I should in some of them, but I didn't want to because I was extremely uncomfortable doing it um, without her beside me. So (laughs) I just was safe about it. So if you have any questions about this hike, um, and if you want me to go into more detail about what I felt and what I didn't feel this time, um, shoot me an email or uh, leave a comment on the uh, or leave a comment on this podcast over at the Podbean landing page, and I will um, answer it in the next podcast. And until the next podcast, thank you so so much for joining me, and 